Welcome to No Spoilers, the only anime podcast that really means it when we say that we are going to record new episodes. I'm John. I'm Andrew. And uh, welcome. Thanks for tuning in today. We've got a lot yeah, to talk about. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, who's ever still here yeah. after however many months. I think on. Uh, I still haven't. I haven't changed it, but uh, I, I secretly modified the uh, the anchor details nice. to say that. It wasn't a weekly podcast, yes. but I think on Twitter it Certainly. still says a weekly podcast. And uh, I think it's been about a month or two. Uh, month. It hasn't been a month. a month or two since the last episode. It's been about a month since the last episode, that's for sure. Well, since we recorded? How long has it oh, been since yeah, we recorded? Oh, yeah, it's been quite some time. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Actually, two months exactly, I think. We were recording this on August 17th. Oh, it is. August 17th. Don't do this to me. All right. We do have a lot to talk about. This is the promised episode, though. For us, it's been a very long time since we said this, but uh, we said the next episode would be about Sword Art Online Season 1, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what this is. And we will be this getting This is the vault. The, yeah, this is the first episode of opening the vault, watching a, I don't know, there aren't really rules yet for the vault, as you might yeah, imagine. Yeah, we, we haven't really decided. Uh, we'll call it an older anime. We don't know when to... Uh, it could be. I think it could be older anime. It can be iconic anime staples yeah, of the genre. but like genre. we can't do like we can't do like Megalobox, which came out like two years ago. Yeah, no bigger staple to the isekai genre than oh, yeah. Sword Art Online. Oh yeah. Do we want to give a little? No, people know what Sword Art Online. People is. know what it you is. You guys know what it we is. We don't need to. Let here here. Uh, in ten words or less, summarize Sword Art Online. Ten words or that's ten not words a lot. or less. Ten words or less. A Boy gets trapped in a video. Vi- is video game one word or two words? Uh, one word. Video game tries not to die. That's 11 words. A boy gets trapped in a video game and. There's not a lot of room with 10. This is a bags, bit. bitches. <laughs> True, honestly. Which we will talk about. We will talk about that. That is a better as, That is a better uh, as a detriment to the series, the harem aspect. That was actually of good. I like online. that. I like that. <laughs> uh, why don't we start with? Yeah, let's just go over our the first bit, which is yeah, uh, what we've been watching, and then we can kind of get into the main topic. Uh, John, why don't you go through what you've been watching? Yeah, and then I'll hit my list of what I've yeah. watched in the uh, past month. <laughs> we have um, a, a sort of outline document that we're kind of going through for these episodes and. Um, every week, Andrew fills out a lot of stuff that he's been watching or what he wants to talk about. And mine is like completely bare. Like it, it, mine is just, it says John and then a bullet <laughs> point. It's just a bullet point. It's just a bullet point. Nothing's after the bullet point. Andrew has five, 10, 12 different things that he wants to talk about. But I've just been watching Doro Hey Doro. I don't know if it's Doro Hey Doro, Doro He Doro. I don't know how they pronounce that. It's a Netflix exclusive, Netflix original anime. The quick explanation would be, I've tried explaining this to one of our other friends, and I couldn't really figure out where to start. So uh, in a world where regular, I shouldn't say regular, in almost like a post-apocalyptic world where quote-unquote regular human society exists right okay there also exists another world filled with sorcerers okay and these sorcerers will go to the human world which is called the whole and they will practice sorcery on humans often transmuting them into 
animals and bugs and stuff like that. And the main okay, character unique. had his head transformed into the head of a lizard. He's a massive man, probably seven feet tall. I did huge, see that in the art. And uh, he's trying to get his head changed back to normal, basically. It's um, it's a really, honestly, it's a really good show. It's a, such a shame that it's on Netflix and like nobody who's like thinking of anime or thinking I want to watch anime, like nobody's thinking of Netflix for better or worse. Um, it has like that three-dimensional CG animation, this type of stuff you would see in like Ruby, but right. I would say it looks a lot better than what I've seen of Ruby. And um, it's funny. It's really funny. Like the, the comedic timing of this show is very good. It's kind of, I don't want to say psychedelic, but it has this like really, um, it has this sort of holy mountain thing going on where you'll be watching it and something kind of ridiculous or bombastic will happen and they won't like let you like ruminate on that. It just, they'll go directly into the other thing. Like, uh, I can't think of a good one though without spoilers. Um, it's really, it's really high tempo show, funny uh, has lighthearted moments. Oddly enough, has a lot of like very hot. Well, first off, the fight scenes look sick. The, the 3D fight scenes actually look really good. Um, it's like very graphic as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, how's, how's it hold up overall besides the fight scenes with the 3D animation? Well, it looks good. I think it really looks good. Like I don't, I haven't really seen a lot of like 3D animation shows where I'm like that looks good. But I would say this has like a lot of scenes where it's like, wow, this looks really good. Um, and it has some of, like, the highest budget food animation I've ever seen. They love to show these, like, gyoza. And they look really good every time. And the, the, the opening is, um, is, like, it's just one of the main characters, like, cooking. <laughs> it's very funny. I'll give, like, a really quick pitch because I don't have a lot to talk about in terms of anime. So one of the episodes, the main two characters, uh, the, the man with the lizard head named Kaimon and mm. his, like, not exactly girlfriend, the girl that he's, like, best friends with. I forget what her name is. Um, they go... The, she, the the woman has heard about a sorcerer who is an acupuncturist. Okay. Who practices outside of a n- nightclub, like, inside of a nightclub, but in a, you know, in a nightclub, who says that he can, like, reverse the magic that has transmuted people. So, like... Kaimon thinks maybe he can turn his head back to normal. So they travel from the hole to the city and um, they're like, let's like everything. Everything is just dog shit, right? Like the living conditions of these people, absolute dog shit. Um, And they're like, well, let's stay at a hotel. And I'm like, they have hotels in this world. (laughs) And like they go and there's like a a man who's like, you two get tent seven. And they're staying in like a tent city. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's go get some food, right? Or the woman's like, I'll go make some food, right? She goes to like a pawn shop. Like, did you see Star Wars Episode Seven? Yeah. You know when um Ray is getting food, like she's trading in like scrap, and there's the guy behind the like yeah, yeah. the the cage. Same exact thing. He gives her some food, and some like homeless people that she saw on the way have come to like rob her, and they have spears, mm-hmm. and she like okay. quickly like kicks one in the face so hard that his eyeball flies out and she stomps on his eyeball and the guy's like my eye she just destroyed my eye and then another one she disarms the guy of his spear and then like cuts a just a 
a cut that takes like 30% of the top of his skull off, like a sideways uh-huh. cut, and it falls off like a like a piece of meat. Oh, like um, a like a slice like a off steak. like a slice. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, yeah, okay. And um I was like, "Damn, they really went off for like not a lot." Uh, and the characters are cool. It's a good show. I recommend it. I'm like 8 episodes in, I think. I think there's only 12 in the season. Uh, besides that, I've just been watching The Sopranos since we last started. I, like uh-huh. many young men in their 20s, have been watching The Sopranos. Um, we don't uh-huh. need to talk about it. It's a good show. Uh, it is a good show. And uh, just yesterday, I watched the whole first season of Twin Peaks, whole thing, start to finish. Nice. Um, good. You're about where I am. It's also good. Uh, what did you watch? All right. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'm going to be, no, I'm going to be pretty brief. Because uh, I watched a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I watched No Game, No Life. Yeah, you've watched that for the first time. Yeah, I watched it. I, I got to say, you guys said that I would really enjoy it. I thought it was okay. I I, I think there are bits in it that are are really inspired and really creative. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked the um one of the first major games they played. The, what was it called? Materialization. Yeah. I don't know the Japanese word. Um, But essentially, they had to say a word based on the last letter of the previous word that was said and it couldn't be a repeat word and it had to be a real word um i thought that was a really like that scene out of all the stuff in the show stuck with me the most i think i liked that yeah um but uh, overall i think yeah it was it was about a seven it, it wasn't great and it, it wasn't awful so seems to be about par for the course these days probably the best show that uh features incestuous kissing True. Uh, aside from that, I watched Fire Force. Yeah. Well, I'm watching Fire Force, I should say. Is it still um, coming out with episodes? Yeah, season two is, or season three, season two? Season two, I think, is coming out with Fake episodes. Good. It's good. It's it's a good show. Um, there's there's a, a really good element of mystery, which which is always good. Yeah. I really want to stick with it and see how it wraps up. Um, the Misfit of Demon King Academy. I started watching that. Mm-hmm. I understand why it's one of the most popular shows, if not the most popular show currently on Crunchyroll, because it does every cliche and basic thing right with like a little extra. It's pretty much exactly what you would expect based on the, the title, right? The Misfit of Demon King Academy. Yeah. The guy is overpowered. He never loses. He's always getting... A lot of women. Uh, underestimated. A lot of women. Harem. All that. It's okay. It's I think it's there are bits of it that are very funny. Um, aside from that, nothing groundbreaking. I started watching the Fruits Basket remake, the 2019 yeah, Fruits Basket remake. Um, they did season one, season two. They're coming out with right now. It's great. I Fruits Basket might be one of my all time favorite stories, and I think I've said this before. I don't know something about it. It, it was one of my first first manga that I read completely, and I think I also watched the original anime, but the original anime didn't. Uh, they they made some changes and they didn't end where the manga did. So this new remake is going to be completely faithful to the the manga. And I think they're going to do another season, one more season, or one more season and then one core of like thirteen, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. Then as far as the other shows I started, I watched the Ancient Magus Bride, yeah. the Ancient Magus's Bride. Did you uh, finish that it? Was no, no, I haven't finished it yet. Okay. That's very it's it's got that that it factor, right? Yeah, the it's animation that, looks really good. It it is. It's kinda it's very movie like. Yeah. It's really good. It's very I I haven't seen anything like this, I think, in a long time. Probably the closest I can think of is like is like 
I don't know, uh, Negima, the the wizard kid mm. show, and like only even parts of that, like the the magical elements of that. It's just it's very unique. I think it's a very good show, and it's 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 like a it's like a romance drama supernatural. I think is is what it is. It's great. It's really good. I can't wait to finish to see to see how it ends up. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched, I watched Sword Art, the new season of Underworld, part two, War of Underworld, part two, or wherever. It's just, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, we've talked about this before. There's a, there's a scene where one of the characters gets molested in pretty much every season of Sword Art Online. I think there might be one in every single season, except for maybe the first 14 episodes, which is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. I think there is one in every single season, aside yeah, from the side stories. It's insane. And of course, the first episode of War of Underworld Part 2, there is a... It's just... It's out of pocket. It's like a five-minute scene where they fucking molest... What's her name? Leafa? The Kirito's sister? She's coming into the world and like some other... Spoilers for... It's... Don't watch this. This is... It's fucking awful. It's... It's... I, I can't explain it. It's like, is it like the producer? Is it the, is it Reki Kawahara? Is it like, who, who is like, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I think, uh, this is a, this is, this seems to be a great season, but I, I seem to notice you're missing a key component. No, it's, it's really like, not that. again, it's really like that. <laughs> it's honestly, it feels like that. It feels like they're con- contractually obligated to put in a rape One scene. Rape it's, scene yeah. it's fucking bizarre. You know what? There was no rape scene in SAO's best arc. What the uh, Mother's Rosario? I don't consider that an arc. That's a side story. That's, and it's probably the best that's story. That's an arc. It's probably the best story too. And thank God, if there was one in that, could you imagine? Oh no! Then I watched Classroom of the Elite. Classroom of the Elite is terrible. It is probably one of the worst shows I've seen ever. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't stop watching it. It was like it was. The most mesmerizing train wreck of a show I have ever seen. It's it is it's so bad. It's so bad that you cannot look away. It's like, what are they gonna do next? Oh, they did that next. And there's like the thing about it too, in the first couple episodes, there there are some elements that you're like, okay, that's like that's kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Like the main character is somehow like a martial arts expert that's never explained mm-hmm. like it's just a thing that comes up one episode for about 10 seconds it's like that's interesting get like give me more of that but it's terrible it's an awful show i can't recommend it but if you want to watch something bad you should watch classroom the elite uh and then i think finally i want to wrap this up with obviously i'm watching snafu season three uh re-zero season two those are both going great i love both of those so far me, Guy, and Leslie are actually watching Snafu. We're we're loving it. We're we're speculating. There's oh, it's so good. I really recommend Snafu to anybody. I'll I'll do that every single episode. I'll always recommend Snafu. John, you'll probably never watch it. Nope. But you really should. It's great. Season one, I don't think you'll like. Season two and three, I think. Uh, you'll what like. is what is the um what what words come before Snafu? My teen romantic comedy Snafu. Oh, my teen romantic comedy. Yes, I know you don't like rom-coms. This one's really more of a uh, romance drama. No thanks. And finally, the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite anime of this year really? that I've watched. It was a surprise to me. I've seen it. I've seen the cover art. 
I, I've been a little like hesitant. I'm like, I don't know. This, this cover art looks kind of weird. Like, I don't know what's going on. And you know, classic judge a book by its cover, Bunny Girl Senpai. Bunny Girl Senpai was... Put that in. <laughs> okay. Bunny Girl Senpai. I can't even like, I need to... First off, first off, shout out to the Peggies. We love the shout Peggies. Shout out to the Peggies. Uh, yeah, Peggies, if you're listening to this, the we'd love to have you on so the podcast. Good. They are one of the greats. Shout out to whoever did the ending, too. The ending is also really yeah, the end, good. The, the ending, ending is good. Listen, the ending is actually what got all of you guys into Bunny Girl Senpai because I remember, again, the, 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 the anime Godfather, Mother's Basement, I remember when Bunny Girl Senpai <laughs> came out, he said, this show's actually good. And I'm like, that can't be yeah. right. Um, uh-huh. And But I remember thinking, oh, well, you know, he said it's good, might be good, and then I downloaded the um, the ending on Osu and um, played it. And guy heard it. He said this is a banger, which it is, and uh, yeah. it got him to watch the show. So yeah, guy saw out. it. Guy, guy saw it way before me. Leslie actually saw it too. Shout out, especially whoever did the ending. We don't know who you are. Sorry. It's everything that I want in a show, and like the more I think about it, the more I just want more of this type of show. Mm-hmm. Especially because, I mean, obviously I love rom-coms uh, or yeah. romance, dramas, that kind of thing. So this is going to be minor spoilers for Bunny Girl Senpai. This is only the first couple episodes, um, but it is kind of integral to the story. So if you don't want to hear that, I really recommend watching Bunny Girl Senpai right now. Just stop the podcast. Go watch it. It's 12 episodes. You can knock it out in a day. And I'm not going to really spoil anything for you, John. But That's fine. it has, obviously, a romance element. Yep. Where you see in most anime, uh, the romance is, is really what carries the show to the end. Mm-hmm. I and have to know this. Is the main character actually named Rascal? No. Oh, no. That would have been It sick. has nothing to do with Rascals and nothing to do with Bunny. Well, okay. It has it does, very tiny yeah. amount to do with Bunny Girls. But it is one of those shows where... So you see this all the time, right? You see the, the romance is what people are staying for. That's what they're staying until the last episode to see if the main character and the, and the love interest get together. This show, a little bit different. The main character and the love interest start off early. And then you're you're at like episode three and you're like, wait, is this is it over? Did I just watch the entire show? But then that you have them together for the rest of the show and you're dealing with other stuff alongside their relationship, which is kind of put on the back burner. But it's still a, a major part of the show. And it's it's like, why can't more shows do this? Why don't they trust the audience enough to, like, you you get the relationship, it's there, and then you move forward with that. I'm t- I'm so tired of shows that are, like, that save it to the end. Sometimes they do it great, sure, but just give me more shows where the main character and love interest get together, and then you have, like, ten more episodes with them together, and you can enjoy that. Like, you have two characters you really like together for ten more episodes. It's It's, it's really great. And there's a supernatural element, so of course, it's, oh, it's great. Uh, And then, to wrap everything up, I'll just mention that I watched Tenki no Ko Weathering with You, uh, and we will talk about that in another episode. But stay tuned, that's coming. Now we can get into the main discussion topic, episodes 1 through 14 of Sword Art Online Season 1. I know Season 1 encompasses episodes 1 through, what, 25, I think? That is season one. Season one is one through 25, but for all intents and purposes, we're going to count season one as episodes one through 14 when Kirito is in Sword Art Online. When the show should have ended. I don't know if the show should have ended, 
we'll get to that, but... Oh, it shouldn't have ended, but I'll put it this way. If you could end SAO with episode 14, it was it? Maybe do one more yeah. episode, right? If you end it there... They kind of did, honestly. Episode 15 is kind, of, is kind of that. All I'm saying is, the rest, everything that came after, only serves to make it worse. With the exception, of course, of Mother's Rosario. Which, while not... I wouldn't say Mother's Rosario is great... It's um, Mother's Rosario, it's definitely better than it's the very rest good. Of um, I'll try to keep this entirely to season one because there's there's bits in the other seasons that can relate to this. But you, you literally just spoiled the most recent season of the franchise. Oh yeah, true. I did. Um, no, yeah, I can't. I like I can't sanction the tomfoolery going on in the newest season. It's just it's so fucking dumb and bad. I'll put a spoiler warning in front of it just in case, but good lord. Let's get into episode one. Episode one is The World of Swords. It's the introduction to Sword Art Online. For the first episode, by the way. Okay, fine. I don't care about episode titles. Whatever you think of the title. I think it's a great first episode. I think it's probably... I don't think it's a great first episode. It it might be maybe in the top three, top five episodes of the first season. (laughs) I I mean, of the 14 episodes that there are, I think it's one of the better episodes. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it probably is in the top three. Certainly in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's... I, I guess I should get this out of the way real quick. SAO is... SAO is obviously very impactful in terms of its um, contribution to Isekai and anime on the whole. There's a lot of stuff Oh, that, wait. We should... Real quick. What? Isekai is when the character is transported oh, yeah. to another world. Yeah, the Isekai genre, that's... Those are your re-zeros. They're, those are your... Right. Re-zeros, very good. S- what's Slime's title? Like, I accidentally uh, was reincarnated in, as a slime yeah. or something like that. Those there, are uh, your, New episodes uh, coming out in the, in the fall. Huh? New episodes in the fall. Yeah, slime. I mean, I still haven't finished. I, once once the Hogwarts subplot happened, I was like, okay, I'm going to turn that's, this that's off. Like the, that's literally like the last two episodes. Yeah, I know. Um, it's kind of genre defining for isekai i would say first off it's the mm-hmm. reason why we have so many isekai right yeah sao's success is what spawns so many isekai like one of the things that i think is interesting and maybe overlooked about sao is you have kind of psychological horror anime before this most mm-hmm. notably probably monster and mirai nikki in terms of probably the 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 show that gets it done best and the most popular show that does it but SAO, I mean, what what really hooked me in when I first watched it, and this was this was I think we've talked about it in one of the previous episodes. This was one of my like first anime, yeah, uh, that I was watching. Definitely like one of the first ones that I watched from like you know the twenty tens on. Um, yeah. was the kind of psychological horror of the situation. At this point, I would say the premise is almost um, is almost like it might not get okayed. Not just because it's so similar to SAO, but like, I feel like Isekai, they have the stakes a lot higher than just being stuck in a video game now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but watch, watch, watch ReZero. Yeah, that's... Uh... The kind of fear that I felt knowing, especially after episode three, I mean, we'll get to that, but yeah. Um, when his, when his like party dies, mm-hmm. I was like, I remember like being really shook up about it. I was like, wow, I felt like that felt heavy, right? Yeah. And I th- I feel like 
I really feel like Kirito should be way more fucked up than he than he is. Maybe. I get that, like, he's got Asuna, he's got some friends, right? But, like, a lot of shit happened I mean, to him. I, I know I would be fucked up for life. Yeah, I SAO doesn't really want to kind of get into the real psychological effects of stuff yeah. like that as a show. They're kind of just happy having Kirito as the character that he is rather than kind of really expand him and tease mm-hmm. out interesting things i guess out of his character uh which is you know neither here nor there but yeah i can't really understate even even the first episode right one of the my favorite things of the first episode when i first saw it was um when the kind of floor drops out beneath kayaba at like the main square and he explains that when you die in the game you die in real life when when that scene happened i was like oh wow like this is yeah. this is a really cool premise and it's definitely not something you would see outside of anime which i think is something that really sao for a lot of people was the, one of their gateway animes right yeah definitely for me it was was a big gateway anime you know like i said isekai has kind of moved on expanded past what sao has done yeah and so more re-watching the first episode it's uh it feels like it feels like it's kind of not enough. It doesn't really do as much. Although, like yeah. I said, the simplicity, it th- what it it's does, pretty, it does it's right. It's pretty simple. It's, yeah, sure. it's it's simple enough, but it gets the point across. It you know it gets you into the world. It breaks down the basics of what's going on. I mean, it's pretty much all you could really want from a decent first episode, decent pilot. It you know people are introduced to this terrifying reality that they're not getting out unless they beat the game. Is Agreed. that all your thoughts on episode one? I think so. Um, Klein. We we introduced Klein in the first episode. Kirito has a buddy, but then he leaves him for whatever reason. I don't know. He's yeah. Sad. He's sad or something. I don't fucking know. He's, oh, because he's a he's a beater, which is the title of episode two. Beta, because he's a beta tester and a cheater, because they're clever like that. <laughs> um, episode two, they. Kind of all go to the was it the first floor boss and they fight the first yep. floor boss yeah and um, Kirito is like he he knows the moves because he's a he's a he's a beta tester and when the boss like busts out this new weapon that wasn't in the beta test and and kills the uh, the the leader guy but like that whole scene to me is really weird I still don't fully like I get that the guy was kind of like a one shot right but why does he like He's like, no, Kirito, don't give me the the health potion to potentially save my life. Let me die. What? Why is he like that? Why does he not? Yeah, it was kind of dumb. I don't know. The health potion probably wouldn't have saved him, but there's just the whole scene's really weird. Apparently, that was anime only though, so I don't even know why it's necessary to be in there. Um, I guess to help reveal that Kirito's a a beta tester. I don't know. I think the whole idea also is really fucking dumb. It's like, okay, he was a beta tester. Some things have changed. Have you never played a game before? <laughs> like, come on. I Episode 2 is like, eh. I Here's the thing. Episode 2 made me think of two really interesting uh, ways that SAO could have gone. Maybe only one way SAO could have gone, but one thing that's mm-hmm. really interesting to think about. So Kirito meets Asuna uh, in a group trying to prepare to defeat this first boss, right? Right. However... We, uh, you and I talked about this. What if he never actually met her? Yeah. So you could say maybe, maybe he ends up eventually meeting her anyway because he's really strong and he helps. So like, let's say, let's say the beater scene definitely still happens, right? Yeah. Um, where he's kind of cast out by society. If he never met her, 
I would say he doesn't have any sort of redemptive force in his life because he still gets involved with the Black Cats. The, well, the also guilt though, from episode like, three. if you think about it, he doesn't really interact with her until they meet up right. when she's already established but, in the Blood Knights. But... Or but whatever they're called. He, I don't remember what they're called. He really needed to meet her, I think, to take the next step. And it's definitely, like, through meeting her that Kaiba finds him. Yeah. And I would say if he doesn't find him, he doesn't let them out of the game. So, you know. Well, we can talk about episode 14. But, yeah, but it's kind of, it's, it's whatever. And what, what it got me thinking of is, are there other people in SAO who are like Kirito? Uh, who, yeah. let's say, kind of have all of the skills but didn't have any sort of, like, something to push them. I think that would be something interesting to, to see, kind of the the fail son Kirito, <laughs> who's, like, just as good as Kirito but doesn't, like, push himself to, like, do positive mm-hmm. things. I think that'd be interesting. The other interesting thing is, I don't know if we talked about it, but it's something that I noticed actually was in Shield Hero. Um, the couple I never episodes, saw I didn't even see the first episode. I only watched a couple episodes of Shield Hero. Shield Hero is funny because it was really bad, yeah. right? And then I still it, want to watch it. It had a chance to be really good. I felt so. What happens is the main character is you know kind of your typical isekai protagonist, except he's like the like he he's one of four people who wield like four legendary weapons. Except his is a mm-hmm. shield, and so everybody like shits yeah. on him because it's a shield. But he like learns how to do it. He learns how to be, like, good with it. But the entire time that he's there, everyone is shitting on him, including, like, they partner each of the four guys off with somebody else, and his partner robs him and says that he raped her. Oh, shit. Um, And she's the king's daughter. And so, yeah, basically she just robs him and becomes the partner of somebody else. And he, like, buys a slave to be his partner, but doesn't treat her as a slave. At least I don't remember him treating her as a slave. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And she's, like, an animal person. Okay. And these animal people are kind of, like, just discriminated against in in the society. As is the usual. Yes, of course. But then, like, some stuff happens, and eventually the, the shield hero and I think the spear hero have a duel. The spear hero is the guy who has the false rape accuser as his partner now um and the shield hero's winning but then the the woman who said the shield hero raped him i think casts a spell while she's invisible on the shield hero to cheat and he like rightfully so gets pissed off and like this kind of like crazy i want to say like tornado surrounds him and they say something like evil mode unlocked like not exactly that but it's like yeah, it's like, I'm like, wow, he's... A... I was going to say, dude, if he turns into a villain here... That would be... I'd okay. love that, right? That would like, be if he's sick, like, yeah. you know what? I'm... Fuck it. Like, the whole... the whole. This is maybe like four or five episodes in. Everything. Everything in this show has been him just, like, outperforming everyone's expectations of him and still getting shit on. Yeah. And I would have loved to see it. Guy talks about this with Naruto, where after Naruto saves the village from pain, <laughs> guy okay. wa- guy yeah. says yeah. he should have said "fuck y'all," right? Yeah. I would have loved to see him say, "I'm gonna become your greatest nightmare. I'm gonna spend my whole <laughs> life destroying your fucking civilization." That uh-huh. would be great. But okay, then yeah. they have a redemptive moment where the 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 raccoon girl is like. I believe in your heart. I believe that you're a good person. And he stops. Oh. And I said, fuck this show, man. 
It's funny because Kirito almost has that moment in this episode when he's called out as a beater. He's like, you know, fuck you guys. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't it have been sick if Kirito kind of just lived outside of the law and like just like like could you imagine this? The the blood omen group or what the blood uh the blood, the blood pact or whatever or whatever it is. Yeah. The main the main group, Blood Knights, I think. They're going they're gearing Order up to, the Knights, to deal with a dungeon and he's like like, like they're in, they it. get inside of the dungeon room and he's like, I'm gonna stop you guys from clearing this room <laughs> And he just goes nuts on them? That'd be crazy. I want to see... Okay. I want to see SAO where Kirito goes, like, sicko mode. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Anyway, that's episode two. Episode two, I would say, also is one of the top five. Yeah. I think... So, I think episode... Episodes one through three... It's funny. like, the story, (laughs) right? The first three episodes are really good, and then things start to get worse. (laughs) What happens in episode four? (laughs) Okay, I think it's like episode episodes one through three feel like a story, right? Because mm-hmm. episode three is uh, it's the red nosed reindeer, right? Kirito yep. gets his guild, yep. the moonlit black cats. Mm-hmm. Um, they get killed. They're on the twenty seventh mm-hmm. floor. They get killed. Uh, I I wrote here in my notes. Why is he so stupid? They should all recognize an obvious trap, especially him. Have they never played a game before? It is a very obvious trap. I don't understand why they even bothered to take the risk. They were getting a house, and they had all the money and supplies that they needed. They just wanted extra. They were greedy, and frankly, they deserved to die. <laughs> he should have even gotten that voicemail from Sachi at the end. Fuck it. He should have gotten nothing. I hate Kirito. I'm pissed. Also, the guild leader killed himself after they all died. That I feel like he didn't deserve that for sure. He should have killed Kirito. Threw him off the edge. Yeah, episode three, not... Don't really want to talk about a lot. Um, I like oh, the revive this scene. Item. Where he, yeah, where he, like, throws the revive item at Klein and is like, use this on the first person you see. I felt like yeah. that was a really good scene. Even now, I think it holds up. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And he, he walks away, he's, he's clearly, like, so fucking depressed. Yeah, I, I might as well get these takes off before we get further on. <laughs> yeah. Now's as good a time as any. Um, it's just an episode where, like, it reminds me, when SAO first finished, uh, I want to say SAO 2, right, the Gun Gale arc. Yeah. Um... Gungale had some moments. I remember Gun-Gale talking... We're we'll not talk, going to talk about Gungale. We're not, we're, uh, we're not going to talk about it today. I remember talking with Guy and saying, wouldn't it just be awesome if SAO did like five or six seasons where they're just inside of the initial season? Like just kind of expand the scope of what the first season... I guess the first half of the first season does, right? Yeah. Take those 12 episodes and stretch them out to like 100. Mm-hmm. I would like that a lot. Because in a lot of ways, I think that's one of the big problems with SAO. We're about to get to it. But so so many episodes feel like filler because they wanted yeah. to get kind of the cutesy harem shit off. Yeah, but they're all canon. And all of them can, are canon. Well, them being canon is insubstantial. What's important, I think, is that it makes up such a high percentage of this series, right? If yeah. you extend it out to 100 episodes, you can get all of that harem shit in. And it still wouldn't be above, like, I'd say the 10 to 20% threshold that you want for harem shit in a shonen or isekai anime. Yeah. Um, and it's not even that, it's, though. It's like it's that, that the filler doesn't progress the story at all. It's really only purpose is to introduce characters to the harem. Agreed. And it's not like it's not like the, the setting isn't great, right? It's not like you're going to much better settings. First off, the next half of this season is literally just 
a worse version of this setting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then the next season is basically like just it could almost be another show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, they I, they definitely left so much on the table. I think with this first season, which mm. I mean we've been talking about, but we're gonna keep talking about it. The choices to introduce all these harem characters, I think, were really not good for this show. Yeah, really honestly, good for if you take the harem the out, season, if you take out so. the harem, if you take out like you leave the characters in, if you just take out the harem aspect, like just be like, hey, this is a friend. This is uh, this is Silica. Uh, she's chilling. She got her. She got a dragon. That's good. It's not a dragon. I don't know what it is little bird thing but that leads us to episode four the introduction of silica the black swordsman i think the only this is this is kind of the beginning of the quote-unquote filler and it's like it's just it's just to introduce silica as a character it doesn't put her in any other like it doesn't progress her story in a way that at all interacts with kirito i mean it creates even later yeah Yeah, it doesn't really it all it does is introduce a character yeah, which and it's it's really it's a fetch quest. That yeah, was a fetch quest could, too for for a uh, flower to revive Pika. The the thing is that all of these character introductions, they're they're self contained stories too. Yeah, they're self contained stories. They're not really progressing any sort of plot. All they're doing is characterizing Kirito and introducing new yeah. characters, and you can do that in a more plot efficient manner, right? Mm-hmm. Especially like I said, considering you have this awesome setting right you should be putting as much screen time as possible in devoting as much screen time as possible into expanding that setting right making us right really interested in aimcrad yeah and they don't they they're just like hey what if we just had a really generic episode (laughs) hey what if we did it again i think i i wrote i wrote this for episode four you know the the infamous Scene on the bridge where he's getting, he's out healing the damage. Yeah, right? the Dr. Mundo from, scene, from as the I people. call it. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I, I wrote, uh, Pog, when first watched, now it's just bad. I actually had the opposite kind of take. I think that it was actually really good characterization because it first starts off with all these guys charging him. And one mm-hmm. guy's like, wait, is that the Black Swordsman? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. in the lead group. And it's like, damn, I want to see lead group shit. I don't want to see this corny yeah, ass shit. Yeah. Right? Let, show me him with with the, the fucking goons that are actually saving people in this video mm-hmm. game. Um, and then... And we don't see him with the lead group for a long honestly, time. Honestly, one of the sickest scenes in the show, when he um, that woman is like, you can't hurt me. Oh, but he turns right. on the fucking heat and he zips over yeah, to her. Okay, and he's that like, is, he's like, hot. I'm a that solo player. I don't care if yeah. I have an orange icon for a little bit. I was like, yeah, show okay. me <laughs> sicko mode Kirito. Yeah. Right. He does kill that one guy later by punching him through his chest, which yeah, was, I forgot about. I thought that was yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, and honestly, you know, it's corny now. But at the time when I first saw Kirito tanking all of that, I was that's pretty cool. Yeah. Then we get into. Episode five and six. Yeah, I want garbage. to count them as, as one episode. Garbage. They are they are I think by far wasted the forty most, minutes. The most filler, non filler episodes. And they're pretty they're just we're just I'm just gonna call them filler because they're pretty much filler. They do nothing all to they further do is, the plot. All they do Not a thing. Yeah, to further plot, All they exactly. do in the end well, of episode say, six is introduce the laughing coffin. Well, That's it. That but I would also say the other thing that they do is they, they kind of increase asuna and kirito's bond but okay like i said earlier you can do that in a much more plot efficient manner right yeah 
It's it's oh, it's so. It's like, not an excuse. Them back, I'm like, I don't. This is this is so fucking boring. I don't care about the durability of items and how it looks like a teleport. Just I don't give a shit. Get, like give me frontline stuff. Yeah, that's stupid. Like it's so bad. So just fuck fuck episode five and six. The, the, scrap them. Right. Sure. Laughing coffin. They exist. Great. Whatever. They're bad guild. Okay. Episode seven. We get the temperature of the heart. <laughs> now. <laughs> Based on the title of the episode, is that the cooking episode? It is not the cooking episode oh my God. just yet. <laughs> this is the Lisbeth intro, the oh, blacksmith. Yeah. Another yeah. harem episode. Um, it's fetch quest for rare metal. Yep. She does forge Kirito's iconic sword, which he like gets rid of. No, no, this, he oh. does keep that one. It's it's the black one with oh. the like the with the guard thing yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. There is a scene that both you and I liked. In yeah. when they're falling when they're from falling. the sky. That was a when good falling. scene. That is a good scene. That's good. I think that's the only redeeming part of that episode. The sense of motion everything was cool. Else is, yeah. The kind of the the idea of the scene itself, falling through yeah. the sky with someone is cool. Mm-hmm. Um the animation or the, the, the voice acting was very animated. I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. I think it's definitely the best part of the episode. Yeah. Other than that, you can scrap it. Um <laughs> and that scene that that like, alone gets it in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> It might honestly, because then we got because we got you, the next you really couple. got the fucking murderers row after this. Yeah, we do. Well, okay, there, there's okay. So we've got episode eight, right? The sword dance of black and white. Now that tells me it's going to be a Kirito and Asuna centric mm-hmm. episode. Um, kind of. It's uh, it's actually so it starts off with Kirito trying to sell some meat to Egil, uh, who is now a merchant. Uh, and then Asuna comes in and she's like. Nah, come back to my place. I'll cook it. And then he's like, okay. So they go back and they have some uh, some meat. And then the dude that, that is like chaperoning Asuna because she's so important, Curradil, Oh, the creepy ass dude. I had I had a great line for him. He was I forget. He looked like uh he looked like Heathcliff, but he had like the life sucked out of him. Like he yeah. put a vacuum on <laughs> yeah. him and okay. just sucked That's, his life out. Yeah, he's he's vacuum bag version. But he challenges Kirito to a duel to see who can protect Asuna, which is like, come on. Yeah, no. That Obviously, was... Kirito beats him. He's he's all pissed. You can kind of get the sense something later is going to happen with him because he's just he's such a obvious bad character. And then Kirito and Asuna find the boss room and then run away. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's it for episode eight. It's kind of like a again really nothing episode. All that really is done. For the plot is uh is to find the boss room for episode nine and I guess kind of preview that Curdeal's gonna be a bad guy later or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got no really well no, no other thoughts on episode. I'm just eight. gonna skip ahead to the curl because I think it's the next fucking episode. Um which one? Oh no, it's two episodes. No, the Curdeal is episode Whatever. ten. Guess that, what? That's just episode ten. Get guess what? He tries to kill Kirito. Um yeah, okay, yeah. He just I just wanna Kirito. say this. The show is able to create some distance between, despite the fact that it spends a lot of time stressing out that if you die in the game, it is, you do die in real life. The mm-hmm. show is able to create some distance between what they show on screen and actual murder. Um, yeah. But uh, when you really think about it, these people who are murdering people in the game, we see this in uh, episode 10 and in episode yeah. 6 or whatever. Yeah, episode 6. And then six. like later when they do a... Like oh the left they're the fucking depraved once. right yeah like let's let's just come out and say it, right Curadil wanted to kill Kirito because he wanted to have sex with Asuna right uh, yeah you can't even do that 
Yeah, you're killing can. somebody because not in the he game. Can. Yeah, he can. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, Ken. There's... Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's there's a whole thing about uh, that, but essentially there's there's a there's a, there's a menu that comes guys, up when you're trying to get. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> there's a menu that comes up when you're trying to get freaky, and it's like, it's, do you consent? What, and you have to button? hit yes. No, you have to hit yes on the consent, which is like, okay, great. Uh, respect. Thank you, Kyle. Right? <laughs> no, okay. Um, but I think so. That I think that's canon. But then there's also uh, the infamous. Chapter sixteen point five that Reki Kawahara himself want, wrote. I just want to real quick that. say it's fucked up, man. Like <laughs> he didn't even kill. He didn't even kill him because of that. He yeah. ki- he killed him or he tried to kill him because he was jealous that this girl that Kirito hasn't even kissed yet. I think I think that it was had also a crush because he's on a him. fucking psycho because oh, he was yeah. in the laughing coffin. But still, and he just wanted like, to murder him. Eh, you know what? I think. I don't think he was actually in Laughing Coffin. I think they realized... He was in Laughing Coffin. I know, but I think they realized, like, uh, we have to make it so that he's actually an evil guy. We can't have a lot of ambiguity here. He's... It actually turns out that he's undercover. He's not just crazy. Mm-hmm. He's, like, you know, he's he's evil crazy. There's, yeah. there's no moral commentary here. I just think it's nuts. You know, it's like, uh... The other guy kills his real-life wife. Because he had a crush on a girl in the game. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I it really was like, I don't. Know, it's really, it was something else. That, that, that was all. Okay, rewind though. Episode nine, the blue eyed yep. demon. That's the gleam eyes fight. That's yep. good. I think that's a good episode. Definitely top five. Might be top three for me. Really? Um, yeah. Cause I mean, he he Kirito busts out the dual wielding. It's like you can't yeah, not be cool. like, oh shit, when he does that. Uh, also, Heathcliff is is introduced. I think for the first time, episode nine. No. Yeah, Actually, I'm pretty sure. Actually, pushing up my glasses, um, <laughs> he uh, he sees Kirito fight Kuradil in their duel. And oh, like oh, they have oh. like a little spark come from his eye yeah. or something like that. Um, okay, yeah. But episode nine, so after they defeat Gleam Eyes and, and bust out the dual wielding skill, Heathcliff challenges Kirito to a duel. Uh, so if he wins, Asuna can leave the guild. But if he loses, Kirito has to join the guild. Which is a good deal. Is a really good deal for yeah. him, honestly. That's a good bet. Yeah. You know, uh, spoiler alert: he's actually <laughs> Kaiba Akihiko, the guy yeah. who created the game. But um, <laughs> if he was a real person, respect That'd be a great to him. Bet. That's yeah. a, that's a good strategic decision. You're gonna get one of the best fighters in the game. Yeah, you're risking, uh, you know, you're risking Scottie Pippen to land Michael Jordan. <laughs> that's uh-huh. pretty good. And now you got Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. <laughs> and then we get to what we were just talking about, episode 10, Crimson Killing Intent. Kirito obviously loses his duel to Heathcliff. Then uh, he's part of the guild and he's sent out with Curadil and this other dude into like a canyon for something. I don't even remember what. It was like then training. Curadil... It was honestly, it was so was stupid because, yeah, they it's start off. It was contrived. It was they really start contrived, off even with Asuna saying like, what are you going to train him on? He's stronger than you are. <laughs> and he's like, he's got to go anyway. Like, talk about plot convenience. Anyway, Curadil's like, here's some some water that's definitely normal water. And then, obviously, both of them get paralyzed. This is um, poison. And honestly, fucked up part of the game. There's no timer on the parrot. Like, you, you have no idea how long it's going to be. Is it based on the amount of water you consumed? I don't think so. It doesn't look like it. I don't know. Fucked up. 
He Kerr deal kills the other dude who is probably inconsequential. I don't remember his name. Yep. Then Almost he's like stabbing into character. Kirito. He's like, ah, you're gonna you're gonna die, motherfucker. He's gonna, he's about to kill him. And then Asuna is like coming through, and she zips up the valley, which okay is cool bit of animation. I like the the whole bit where she's going through, and then she fucking jabs him right, and they and they she stabs him. He flies off, and then like he somehow. He's like back up, and then Kirito blocks his sword with his hand, and his hand gets cut off. Which yeah, and then he got like a status effect, which is like disabled. And I was like, that's that's kind of cool. Like I like that little little feature, right? I don't know how he got a hand back. I guess it's like you just heal or something. They don't really go into that. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter. And then Kirito obviously fucking jabs him in the chest with his hand, and he kills him. First person. Well, actually, not the first person. I think that Kirito's killed. Maybe. Yeah, Unknown. I don't know. Gang. Something about laughing coffin. Yeah. No. Um. But there's a, there's a bit later that where they go back and they may have been like ambushed by laughing coffin and they had to kill some people. Something like that. I don't know. I think Kirito killed like four people. He um. Here's another thing. Redo Sao. But Kirito dies there. What? Happened? Oh, there. Oh. I think if that happens, Asuna kills Kuradil. Yeah. She goes back. She's fucked up. Maybe she kills herself. I don't know. People are... I don't think she'd kill this, herself. This shit's... What if? You sure? You sure? What if I she think becomes Asuna, Kirito? Kirito might kill himself. Oh, what if she becomes if she... sicko mode Kirito, huh? Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe she finds out that Kayaba is the... Uh, she Or that... Uh, Who cares? If it's Kayaba and she fucks him up. They definitely I don't, don't I just, get I out of the game. I kind of wanted to see. I want to see that they get to the 100th floor and then... then uh, Heathcliff reveals himself, and everyone's like, fuck. Whoa, no way. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I didn't expect any surprise to happen here on the last floor of the game. The last, the last floor. barrier. <laughs> I don't know. That, that would have been cool. Uh, and then Kirito and Asuna kiss for the first time and promise to marry, yep. which is, I don't know, a little sudden. That's fine. They're in a game. Whatever. They're going to share their Yeah, inventory. I actually don't have a problem with that. If I, yeah. If someone literally saved my life... And I already kind of like them. Yeah, there's nothing really stopping me. You know? Yeah. Definitely would do that. Uh, and then we get to the last kind of filler arc, which does, I still will say, it does push the plot along, especially later, but it's the Yui stuff. So, episode 11, uh, Girl of the Morning Dew, Kirito and Asuna now have left the guild temporarily and bought a house, I think, on the 22nd floor. So it's nice, honestly. I like the I, I like the scenic area, like the whole the whole vibe of that place is nice. I think I, you know, I might stay there if I'm trapped in Sao. But they see this girl in the woods, and they're like, "What's going on?" They so they bring her back, and she's uh, I think she's she starts calling them mom and dad, which is like, okay, that's uh, sure, right? Yeah, that was. I guess that's when they're I turned like, it off. Honestly. They're maybe like five, four or five years older than you, but okay. That was where I, mean, I turned it off. Yeah. And then... That's just so unbelievable, dude. Like, as a normal person, even if like, even if you're like, I'm willing to uh, kind of indulge myself in a delusion that, you know, my new girlfriend and I are actually like parents, what is, to their understanding, an actual human being already in the game mm-hmm. who thinks you're their parent you have to say no that's such like if that was a real person who had amnesia and thought that that kirito and asana were her parents 
and they went along with that, that's an actually fucked up thing to do. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I was, like, actually very turned off by, like I said, I turned it off there, because it's like, that's not okay. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and you're like, led as, a, as an audience member to believe, oh, that's so cute. We'd love to <laughs> so, see it. That's, that's how they put it, yeah. Uh, then we get what episode twelve, which is Yui's heart. They're on ep- they're on the first floor at this point mm-hmm. with Yui, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, right? So there's a, there's like a a dungeon on the first floor that opened up, and they go in with Yui. Anyway, they're ambushed by that. Remember that like the the Grim Reaper. Yui steps in and she's like bah, and she and she just deletes it essentially. And then they discover that she's an AI in the game. And then, like, she's getting deleted or something, but Kirito uses his fucking, his elite hacker skills to save her because there's a Game Master console right there. Which, like, if you've got a Game Master console and you only have a limited amount of time, are you saving Yui? Or are you trying to, like, I don't know, log everyone out of the game with the console? You've got a fucking, you've got an in-game Game Master console and your first thing is, like, I'll save this little girl that we met a day ago, or let me try to like get everybody out of here. He doesn't even try nothing. Like he's, he's like kicked off right after he saves Yui from deletion, but he doesn't, he's like, I don't know. It's just dumb bottom line, but it's not as bad as the other filler episodes. So I'll give it a pass. Again, I think a lot has been said about Yui's character being stupid in Mm. terms of like ruining the plot. Uh, and I'm not really going to weigh in on that. I completely agree. There's no reason for me to like retread that, but even just even like, even not considering her a deus ex machina character. Yeah. She just completely ruins the future of the show. It turns from an isekai about a boy who's trapped in a video game, trying to save everyone to an isekai about two characters who are now married and have a AI child, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It becomes a totally different show when she's introduced in, again, what I would say is a bad way. Then episode 13, then episode 14, obviously the finale. Episode 13, it's the fishing thing, right? And then at the end, they they go back because they're summoned back by Heathcliff. And they find that the boss is on the 75th floor. The boss is the Skull Reaper. I think it has like, if I remember correctly, it had like eight health bars or some shit. Anyway, it looks terrifying. And then we got episode 14, the finale, the end of the world. That I vaguely remember. They defeat the Skull Reaper. And then, so like that's the, that's the end of the episode 13, which is Edge of Hell's Abyss. They defeat the Skull Reaper. And then episode 14, uh, the end of the first arc, they're all kind of sitting around in the, the room. And I think Kayaba or well, Heathcliff is just kind of standing there. And Kirito's looking at him and he's like, he's kind of like, you know what? I think his his health bar has never fallen into orange, so I'm gonna I'm gonna attack him <laughs> because I have a suspicion that he is Kaiba Akihiko. He exposes him. He's like, ah, it's you, and then he paralyzes everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And then he challenges Kirito to a duel, and they fight, and then Kaiba beats his ass, and Asuna jumps out and protects him. She dies. He's like, well, now I've got nothing left. So he like walks into Kaiba's sword and then as he's like fading away, he like glitches the system with his enormous powers <laughs> and he and he stabs Kaiba from like beyond the grave. And then Kaiba's like, nice, this is what I wanted. 
exactly this. <laughs> and then they're like above Einkrad and they're talking to Kaiba. He's like, hey, I did all this. What you think? And they're like, that's ah, kind of fucked up. And he's like, yeah, but I did find what I wanted or something. And then Einkrad's falling apart. Uh, and then Kirito wakes up in the hospital and he stumbles out of his room and he goes off to find Asuna. And then we find out what happens in story arc two, episode 15. Spoiler alert, it's bad. It's bad. What are your thoughts on the finale? Um, I remember when I watched it, I thought it was really cool when Kirito wakes up and he takes his helmet off and his hair is like so long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was and good. You see that he's in a hospital. I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I didn't like it because it just felt like it was way too soon to pull them out of the game. Yeah. Right. Like there was first off, they weren't even on floor 100, if I remember correctly. They were on floor 75. Yeah. Where it ended. So <laughs> even if even if you don't realize how much content was left on the table <laughs> in previous stuff, you literally had 25 more levels of your game mm-hmm. that you could have explored. So that sucked. They they do that too. They when they recreate Einkrad later, right after, um, yeah, but after Alfheim, they recreate Einkrad and they go explore and they go to the hundredth floor, I think. Or no, doesn't they're they're matter. like actively they trying to beat it die. or something. That's true. They can't die in real life, so there's it, no <laughs> there's when, no stake. Yeah, if the show was just they're stuck in the game and they can't log out, then it would suck. The show would be so bad, right? The show needs the the tension. It realizes that its plot isn't good enough. You know, death needs to be on the table here. Besides that, I don't know. It, uh, I don't really remember much about the finale. I remember the fight wasn't that cool. It was, like, against, like, a bone scorpion. Yeah, that was the Skull Reaper, the final boss. Yeah, Resident Sleeper. Wasn't cool. (laughs) What did you think? I thought it was, eh, uh, like, so for the longest time, I I have championed Sword Art Online. I have been its probably biggest apologist, right? Yep. I think... Rewatching it, truly rewatching it with a more critical mindset, has just decimated my uh, rose-colored glasses. Obviously, but it has just decimated my opinion of it. I think if we want to make this the hot takes, I think Sword Art Online can be boiled down into the the good parts of Sword Art Online. At least you know the subjective good parts. What I think is good mm-hmm. can really be boiled down into like maybe three episodes yeah like other than that i I could give a shit really it's tough it's, it's hard looking back on something that you really enjoyed i i rated this a an eight right that's on kind of nice, mal yeah. yeah that's i i rated that an eight and at the time i was i was even like maybe it deserves maybe that's higher. too low yeah maybe that's too low at, at this point i'm not going to change it but i think at this point i would rate it having rewatched it i would rate it at least the first fourteen episodes, it's like a, it's like a five. I have it as a six. It's like, and there's not. I kind of stand enough. by that. I think it's better than a average. Six. Yeah, it's better than it's your like average five. show, especially for like. It's hard because like for me, rewatching it, yeah, it's about a five or really more a four. Um, mm-hmm. but I know that Sao has such great appeal for a lot of people who haven't watched a lot of anime. Yeah. Um. So that definitely makes it good right yeah or like that's definitely something i should account for yeah i've log horizon another video game show I that came out around log the same horizon. time i have that as a five and i agree with that that is mm. yeah log horizon i see hamatora i also have as a five these are like definitionally average anime my only five that i've 
recently put is One Punch Man Season 2. My most recent five is Tokyo Ghoul Season 1. Really? Yeah, I would say that's okay, another that definitionally, definitionally average anime. Really similar to SAO, I would say Tokyo Ghoul is, where the first, like, the first episode or two are actually, like, really cool. The setting is, like, really cool. And then it's, like, it doesn't really go anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And then there's, like, some crazy final fight. Not crazy in terms of, like, well animated, but, like, in terms of, like, impact of the story. Yeah. After which you're thinking, like, well, really, you kind of have optimism because you're like, well, things could actually turn really good after this, right? Maybe they'll <laughs> turn a new leaf and it'll be a great show. Uh, Yeah, no. My hot take, I've been... Honestly, I could... This this could actually be a YouTube video, and it might actually be a crazy YouTube video. Um, SAO is an inferior version of the American television show Lost. <laughs> and I will not expand oh. on that. No, I will expand. So, really quickly, um, if you haven't seen Lost, you should. Really great show. It's on Hulu. For those of you that have seen Lost, really think about it, right? We have... A cast of characters, unfortunately, SAO is an ensemble cast, similar to Lost, um, that are stuck in a bad situation apart from the real world where they have to kind of perform some task to get out and there's some overpowered evil force that is keeping them there. What I think would have made SAO better if they wanted to keep... I've, I've spent pretty much this entire podcast, I think, talking about what I think would have made SAO better. But mm. if they wanted to keep things really similar to what they did, first off, I think you do need to... Exp- there's no way around it. You need to have more episodes devoted to this kind of subsection of the story. But if you don't want to make them Kirito doing cool things, do what Lost did. Have flashbacks to the real world for the characters, right? Have... And it's such a basic thing. It's not even something that, you know, they started doing after SAO. They've been doing it in anime forever, right? Have it so that what is happening to the characters in the game is made significant by what's happened to them outside of the game. Lost is truly the king of doing that. And just like Lost, after they got out of the game, the show got worse. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't think I'll do a YouTube video, but I could. There's so much stuff going on. I'm a big Lost guy. I really want everybody to watch Lost. If you haven't and you're on the fence at all, I really urge you, Try it out. The first season is really long, so are the second and third. But um, I would say if you're not hooked by like episode twelve, maybe you can give it up. But they're really good, man. The first mm-hmm. couple episodes are a little weak though, because they're kind of just introducing the cast. Anyway, do you have any other hot takes? I do not have any other hot takes. No other That's hot takes. I'm out of. I'm out of hot takes. What are we talking about next time? Next time we are talking about weathering with you. Which mm-hmm. recently had its digital release. It's been out in the U.S. since January, and it's been out in Japan since like July of last year. Uh, digital release just came out, I think, and the 4K release is in September. Uh, but we're gonna talk about Weathering with You and the other works by director Makoto Shinkai because I think they are very worth talking about. He has some very impactful movies that he's made. Some of them are better than others. Some of them are similar but we will get to that next time yeah real quick plug also since we last recorded the episode i mentioned ruby um i've not started watching ruby in fact i've done the opposite uh h bomber guy has a really nice video on ruby and kind of its history i think 
if you're interested in if you're somebody who's listening to the podcast and finds yourself constantly disagreeing with us on like why that's we me. don't like the shows that we don't like i think that's a great little thing to watch h-bomb kind of gives a real crash course on literary analysis basically like when when i say something's not productive like it's not a productive use of screen time he has such a great like explanation of what that really means i highly recommend it i highly recommend his other videos too they're awesome but um yeah it's a quick plug all right i think that about wraps it up if you guys want to follow us on twitter we are at underscore no spoilers yeah i don't post anything yet other than the episodes but i'm sure something will come of that eventually we do have a youtube channel no spoilers. I can't wait till on we YouTube. got somebody tweeting us. I know. Um, we would love to have anyone on the podcast. Anyone? If you are Miles if, Garrett. If you're famous. Yeah. If <laughs> Miles Garrett, that's we want to get that on the air early. Miles, Miles Garrett, Garrett, if you're listening to this, I'm going to tweet this at you. Don't tweet it at him. Come on the podcast. He will it. definitely not come oh, on the podcast yeah. if you um, tweet at him. I think that's about it. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, any of your major yeah. podcast listening you know where places. To find us. You know where to find us. That's everything. See you next time. See ya.